Welcome back to Fika with Anika. So you can never get sick, and the dogs can never get sick. The, the dogs it sounds are, like they're you know always on call. They're always on call. They if the dogs are were sick for so like Mitzi had to have a surgery. She got a lump on her rump. And she did a rap song for out a while. I got a rump, uh, I got a lump on my rump. I got a lump on my rump. And then I, I did the song. I made her mouth move to the software, and that I had. And so she did a thing about the surgery on her rump. So I couldn't bring her out for a couple of weeks until the stitches were out, and um, and stuff like that. So if if something happens, the dog may not come out. But I've been out many times when I've been ill. In fact, I ran tree lighting for Idlewild for six years. And one of the tree lighting days, we had to put the lights up, I had a fever of 104. And there was no one I could delegate that I felt um. knew enough about how to get those lights up and what it would take. And so I just didn't say a word. I And I, I suffered. I mean, I suffered that day <laughs> You know what it's like. Yeah, you must have been delirious. Uh, I wasn't delirious, but I was in <laughs> agony, you know. And uh, um, Hopefully and not contagious. No, <laughs> I didn't. Nobody else got sick. And I didn't, you know, because positive energy and everything, I didn't say anything, you know. But right. I, yeah, nobody else got sick from that. And uh, But I was, I suffered. And you know, that's how it is. It, entertainers talk about that, too. If you get sick, but you got a show, you've got to do the show anyway. And obviously... If they're in the hospital, they can't do the show. But if there's any human like, possible way to get out there. And then I also still come out no matter how bad the weather. Now, uh, when the roads were falling apart and it was flooding on the roads, I don't put myself in harm's way that way. I'm not going to drive the car across and get the car carried off by water and have us all drown. I'm not stupid like that. But if I, I've got a four-wheel drive for a reason... And if I can safely, you know, get the mares up through snow, we're going to be there for the people, even in bad weather, rain or snow. And so, uh, but not not when we had the, like, okay, we're shutting down the roads or we're, um, you know, there's a flood warning out and that kind of thing. Obviously, I, I would never put the dogs at risk. So. Now, by chance, do you ever go and visit the schools? Yeah, I go to the school and I, I do any event that we get asked to do that's not political. Um, we, and I've been to that a wild school many times and I've been to other schools too. And I've been to preschools and I've been to out wild arts and I've been to, you know, other, you know, sc schools that want us or groups that want us. I've done events in Hemet at other school organizations or other nonprofits and stuff. But in the beginning, I used to do a little bit more off-hill than I do now because so many people now come to Ottawa to see the mayor. So, like, I, I'll look at my calendar. If I get asked to do an off-hill visit, depending on where it is, I'll know if I can do that or not. But um, sometimes now, like, um, and I felt bad about this one, but there was a uh, there's an animal rescue in San Diego that wanted us, and it would wipe out 100% of that Saturday. And I just, I just I had to say no because I would be doing a San Diego event with Mayor Max and I could see people and everything like that, but I'd be turning down, you know, 50 or more people that day that came out a while to see the mayor. Yes. So I'm very, I tried to be really careful about that. And that's why, like, I have, um, and I can just show these to you on my phone, but people say, we're coming to the United States to see the mayor. And I'm sure they're doing other things while they're coming to the United States, but that's what they say. So I'm... 
I tell them with 100% certainty, I guarantee to you, as long as you call me the day before you're arriving to Idlewild, we're going to be able to see you. And we, you'll get to see the mayor and the deputies. So Just amazing. He's such a celebrity. He's a celebrity <coughs> dog now. Yeah. So when I, I, yesterday I went to Hemet. I took the pilot car down, and I had good luck. I had to wait only 15 minutes to get the pilot car to get down to Hemet, and I went to the Sprouts there before I went to Banning on the 79 to get to Mitzi, and I was there to pick up the organic carrots that she would need. So I'm there in the parking lot, and I was uh, I parked, and I was looking at what calls that I had gotten for the mayor, and all of a sudden I see this woman with her hands on her cheeks next to the truck. She says, oh my God, I'm back! And she's like having a celebrity moment, like, oh my God, I'm with a celebrity. <laughs> You know, and, and then so I jump out and I go, it's Miramax, and then because I, um, and then it was just you know it was really cute, and then I had this happen a couple. So we just moved to a new house. We've been there 30 days, and um, I saw this neighbor a couple as I was pulling into my driveway. I saw like two driveways down somebody looking at me, like looking at me like they wanted to talk to me or something. So then I go, okay. So then I pulled up, and she goes. She goes, so she started talking. She knew who Mayor Max was. I, I didn't know her. And uh, she, well, she said we'd met before, but I didn't remember that at the moment. And, and, uh, and so, and then she actually, okay, she, so she was standing. But then she goes, and this is going to sound really loud, but she goes, she puts her hands up and she starts dancing. Oh my God, I'm living next to a celebrity, a celebrity, you know, and she's just, and this, and everybody could hear in the neighborhood because it was so loud. I'm not going to, and it was so cute, but yeah, Max is now a celebrity dog oh my wherever goodness. I go. You know. So he has paparazzi then. You, do you have to run from the paparazzi? I never know. Everybody's been good, but I yeah. had people run to him and that's why he's such a good breed. It doesn't scare mm -hmm. him to see people running for him. Right. And so, yeah, I'll, we'll hear the screams and his young girls and, you know, maybe a school or a class and they scream and they run to him. And and so, yeah, he's a celebrity dog. And uh, we had to go to Northern California. We had the mayor with us. And I can't even remember why I had to go up there. I'm, I might have been rehoming a dog or whatever. And I was at a gas station halfway up the state. And uh, same thing, a bunch of girls. You know, oh my God, it's Mayor Max. We follow you on Instagram and, you know, and all that. But we've never met them. But they somehow found out about the mayor and were followers of him. And they got pictures with him. We give them the mayor's little business card. And if we have the pins, we give them that too. And so, and so, yeah, wherever I go, he's known now. Yeah. What a fantastic life for him and yeah. for you. He loves it. <clears throat> Had you known that it was going to develop like this, would you have done it? I was going back in hindsight. Yeah, I mean, it, I it's probably grown bigger than I thought. But at the time, you know, there's a spiritual. Some yeah, this is another spiritual example. It's like, apparently, Ottawa's rescue friends had talked about doing this mayoral election for a long time, but they'd never pulled the trigger. Mm -hmm. We moved to town, and just somehow it aligned where, then they decided to do the election, and we had just been in town a, a few months. And so then, but for me, it struck me at the core, like, oh, I'm going for this, because it means my dog's the mayor, but if you want to know what he's thinking, you're going to have to ask me. And that right. makes me kind of like the assistant mayor. And I go, what a great opportunity. 
a mayoral office with no politics. I mean, I recognized it immediately. I didn't recognize it at the time as an opportunity to spend a whole lot of money. That wasn't, but spiritually, it was an immediate connection. And I, I, I don't know, you know, who controls the universe or what's controlling yes. thought or, you know, because I didn't even know of Idlewild Animal Rescue Friends when we just moved to town. And so... For me, one of the challenges, I, I go, oh my gosh, I'm going to be competing with locals and local business owners who everybody knows and loves, and nobody knows us from Adam. How am I going to promote the mayor? And I go, car magnets, and taking them out in the public. And so we, you know, we, mm -hmm. we made vote for Max, you know, our car said, and then we'd take him out, and I'd park in a parking lot, and Max always wanted to meet you and shake your hand, and... And then we just got ex we got exposure all the time just by driving around, which we had to do for errands and lunch and dinners and everything anyway. Turned out to be so effective. And uh, but then I I really wanted it. I mean, like I wanted it. Like some people would want to win uh, the uh, Miss America contest if they were beautiful, or they wanted to get the, um, the win the Super Bowl. I wanted it like that. I I wanted it from the second I heard it. I wanted it with that much passion, without, you know, with just a non-political mayoral office. I go, oh my gosh, I, I want that, like winning the lottery, you know, so it spoke to me. And so, you know, so that's, so then in hindsight, with the kind of person I am, I would still want it to this day. And so, you know, and I still want it. And when they, when we, Max got appointed mayor for life, I said, as long as I'm still interested, I'm happy to do it. And I'm just as interested now as ever. And so it's a labor of love for me. It just flows by itself. And last night at that birthday party, I, to I called my husband because I had gone alone and he stayed back with Mikey. And, uh, and I called him and the minute I got out of there and I go, this is just the payback. I said, that, that birthday party with those people and how happy they were to see the mayor, how surprised they were, because even as they're walking out, they think they're going to meet some guy, mayor or something, you know. And then they're meeting the dog, and he's so cute, and he's wearing his cowboy hat and everything. And they were so happy. And I just, it just plummets me up. You know, it, it, it fires me up to the highest emotional state of being, you know, from all the states of being. From, mm. hey, I'm just sitting here, I'm kind of mildly interested, I'm a little bit cheerful, but now all of a sudden I'm exhilarated. You know, and I'm just at extreme joy for seeing how much joy we created. And I go, oh, my God, you know, I just I just love this. So that's... Well, I, I think other people would have seen the opportunity to, you know, to, to become a money machine, you know, mm -hmm. selling calendars mm -hmm. instead of giving yeah. them away, selling pins, uh, yeah. you know, doing things on, on the Internet right. that, that monetize it. Yeah. And that you've, you've basically, you know... Uh, turned away from that yeah. and doing it for the uh, for the, the for the yeah. sake of doing it. I know. And, and um, I haven't ever mon I've been accused of monetizing it by people who don't know us and um, and I I find that interesting um, because I never done I've never sold anything and I've always given everything away. I have been asked to to do it. I've been asked for Merrimax t-shirts, I've been asked for Merrimax mugs, I've been asked for a whole bunch of things. And I've considered it. And I, I'd actually like to do that from the purpose of the mayor's office now uh, is costs a substantial amount every year that's exceeded 
a hundred percent it's 50 percent it's well, over 50 no, percent no of our would, no yeah. one would blame you for, yeah. for making just some even money. trying to recover right but uh, i haven't done it and part of the reason i haven't done it is that i i haven't had the time to even pick up a phone call to research how would i even do it i mean my area of expertise in marketing is different than that i haven't ever done anything that has to do with setting up an online shopping cart or the software to do it, who would fulfill it, what vendors would I use. I mean, it's like setting up a business. Exactly. I just haven't had a second. And I've, I've thought about it. Uh, for but then it becomes a business. It, it, well, then, and then yeah. it becomes just another job. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that you have your, your job, yeah. and then you do what you're doing out of yeah. passion. Yeah, and if you, you, it's the a last thing love. you want to have is two jobs. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, for me, frankly, <laughs> if it forwarded and created more reach for Miramax, it'd just be a labor of love, and I could fit it in. But I've, this is now, we've just finished our seventh year. Miramax the first had the full year. And then I've done six years with this Miramax the second. And I've talked about it for seven years. And I haven't taken one action. And so I may eventually uh, do something to help recover some of our costs. But, you know, like it's no closer to happening now than it was seven years ago right now. But it is a thought that lingers through my mind and lingers in my mind. And, and just, you know, it, it, it's, it would be like setting up uh, another department within my own you know company that i already have so right but i haven't done it so well, you know right well well uh, i think the fact that it because it isn't a business yet and, mm-hmm. and you've got flexibility yeah but, but if it became a business then it, it, the ball and chain comes in, into mm-hmm. work and it would just change the flavor for you mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. um, it, it's hard to know you know yeah. and, and if it did or if it took any of the spark out like <laughs> Like this is funny and not related, but sort of. But when I uh, I never got married until I was like thirty or thirty four or something like that. But I never thought I would get married because I was never long term with any of my boyfriends. And then I met my husband, but I didn't know it was going to be my husband. But I met him. I actually. Uh, married my uh, best employee in the end, uh, but I met him at my company. He was hired by somebody else, and that's how I met my husband. And then, but when we got married, when we finally decided to get married, I said, "By the way, if getting married changes our relationship in any way, let's get divorced and call it off within 24 hours. If it changes anything, because we're so happy together." unmarried but I never thought I would get married so I had a little bit of a mental thing on it and I said if in any way it reduces our affinity or there's a psychological aspect to it we don't love each other as much or change anything let's just undo it and we'll get divorced and we'll continue living together so like if let's say I decided to do something I found out you know this is kind of you know, I already know in one week that, you know, this, I'm not happy. And so then we undo it, you know. So, but uh, again, I, I haven't monetized it. That Merrimax okay. is a generous gift from my husband and myself to the community and to the world. We, uh, you know, let's just say we're peacekeepers. We, we want to see peace on earth for everyone. We want everyone to do well. We are involved in other charitable things that we do that we think help mankind. And you could say that we're at the core, we're humanitarians. And I wish I were a billionaire because I would give it all to humanity. I wouldn't need to keep any of it. Well, I wish you were a millionaire too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I really do because it would give me the opportunity to do so much more good. Right. Yeah. That's uh, my basic purpose in life has always been to try to help mankind.
Very good. All right. So um, you mentioned Facebook and Instagram, and yeah. I'm assuming a website. If you want to give to our listeners oh, um, information. So, yeah, so on Instagram, he's Mayor Max with a number one. On uh, Facebook, it's Mayor Max Public Figure. And then also under my name, Phyllis Mueller. You'd have to send me a friend request. Uh, but on the public site, you can see er I, everything I post on the public site and on Instagram, I also post under my name. And the only thing I post under my name is the Merrimack stuff. And the reason that I set that up is originally I had the Merrimack site set up that way. And then they, uh, once he got over 5,000 friends, they shut down my name site. And they opened up the Merrimack's public figure site because they said, if you have 5,000 friends, you're now a public figure. And I go, well, he does have... But anyway, so then I didn't have any choice. So then I reset up my name. And the public figure site, you can't really share photos like you can in a personal site. And they didn't want the dogs to have their own personal site. And they were going around and, and that kind of thing. So my name is set up again. And whatever I post on the public figure site, which you can see and you can like and that kind of thing. But if you want to share a picture you took, just go to my personal site, send me a friend request. Oh. Hopefully, hopefully I'll recognize you, and then you can share there. And then on Merrimax on Instagram, it's just Merrimax1. His website is Merrimax.com, and, uh, and we have some information there. I'm trying to update that site. I haven't taken the time yet, but I have it in the works. And uh, But it goes over the history of Merrimax first and Merrimax the second. But probably just monitoring any one of the feeds on social media is the best way to know what are the mayors doing and right. find that out what his schedule thing. is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, if someone wanted to schedule you for a special event, they just okay, all they have to do, they can email me at max at mayormax.com, m a x at m a y o r m a x dot com, or they can call me at 949-525-0100. And I'm going to say that again. 949-525-0100. That's my personal mobile. It's on at all times, 7 by 24. You can call me anytime. And then he also has a landline office number, which is 951-659-0283. And if you don't know those numbers and or remember them, you can just Google Mayor Max Idlewild. And it's going to take you to our site where numbers oh. are. It's going to, you're going to easily, and if you come to town and you don't know my number, just go to Woolies or Mountain Paws or any store, and they've got our numbers and our business card, and they'll give you a copy of the business card, and you can call me. And I also, and everybody knows this who watches the social media feed, is that you can call me anytime for any need for any reason. The most calls I get are to help people through the death of a pet. And they're devastated, and they're hysterical, and depressed, and I, the minute I hear about it, I say, please call me, and I'm, I'm very good at helping people through that. It's not that I get them back to, oh, life is wonderful and full of daisies, it's, but I can help them through even emotions that have gone as far down as suicide. And we have even uh, been able to help people with that, and if anybody at any time is having any difficulty that they feel that they cannot handle themselves and they need help, I want them to call me on my mobile anytime for any reason. And give that number again. 949-525-0100. Wow. 
Wow, you are a giving person, and, and Max is a giving dog. He is. How lucky is he to have you in your life? Yeah, it's yeah. a yeah. Yeah. And there's a people post sometimes on social media. They go, Max won the lottery when he got you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cute. But my heart is so giving and so loving. I wish I could clone ourselves to be with every individual on the planet and be able to spend one on one time with them and let them know that they are loved and that. We're there for them. And my heart just explodes with sometimes not sadness, but like this incredible reach of I want to be there with you. When they say, oh, I wish I could meet you. I want to be there with you, too. I wish I could clone myself into 8 billion people and be with everyone and have the mayor there and just let them know that we love them. And, wow. and I sincerely mean it. Wow, that's a, really a lovely thought. And, and I think, you know, any time that you do, you know, you post something on social media or you do an interview like you're doing mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. that you are, you know, instilling a little bit of you into each and every person. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. You know, yeah. we certainly try. Yeah, you know. bringing tears to my eyes. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> what, and um, just one other. So, so one, how do you do that? Like, how do you clone yourself? So one of the things that I'll do, and I do this at night when I... Uh, when I go to bed and mostly sometimes I might do it in the day, but mostly I'm working in the day But I I what I do is I imagine I that I as a spiritual being am as big as the planet and surrounding the planet on from every direction and then I I flow love thoughts from every direction to every individual ant animal living tree to every single person in the universe from all directions I imagine this flowing love beam coming to every single person and that's what I that's the only way I know how to clone myself mm. and you know uh, and then sometimes in the process of doing that I'll actually feel some communication back where it's almost startling in a way where I'll 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 have reached somebody and I can feel a thought back have you ever thought of somebody and then they, the phone rang and it was them oh, yes. and it's kind of like that you know and so oh, maybe this is working a little better I'm just imagine <laughs> I don't know but it's like it, it it's springing forth from my desire to just let everybody know that they're that we're out there and that we love them and and we wish we could be with them right yeah well you're lucky to have Nice animals like yeah, well, you know Mayor Max yeah. and, and the deputies yeah, and obviously a loving husband who yeah. understands and supports you. So, oh, he's, yeah, he's it's unbelievable. Just part of the process. Yeah, he's just it's you know whatever uh, he and I were just made for each other. I, I and I find that a miracle, uh, unbelievable. But yeah, whatever oddball idea I come up with, he'll roll with it. You know, and uh, he did push back on the 11 puppies. Um, <laughs> but I hear you. I'm like, how would I even get the grooming done in a day with 14 dogs? Oh. And, you know, so yeah. we'd have to be able to afford to have helpers. And, you know, we can't afford that. And so. Well, that's because you give everything away. Yes, I do. You know, that's the thing. I do. You're right. Everybody who knows me knows that. You know, like, um, they, yeah, my husband and I talk about it all the time. If we won the lottery, I'd give it all away, you know. And, and I feel I know the right places to give it to. Like, you know, when I, I think that the thing about helping mankind is that if mankind in a country is starving, you need to get some food in there to help people from starving. But if you don't handle why they're starving and get them so that they can grow things and handle water and the basics of civilization, 
then you're going to go broke, no matter who you are. Even Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are going to go broke if they have to just keep feeding the world and the world can't feed itself. So the kind of programs that I would give my money to are the ones that help with the sustainable part um, so that, you know, you can... So that the rest of the human, you've got to buy people time. You've got to try to save as many as you can. But if you, you've got to handle the basic reason why are these conditions existing and right. do we need to get more wells in so we can have plants and trees. Like one of the things I did at, uh, wanted to do at Christmas when I lived in Orange County, I lived in a community of 400 homes. So you came in at one point and then from all the little streets there were just 400 homes in my community. I considered that my community. And I go, well what am I going to do to help everybody in my community? And they go, well I want it to be easier for them to have food because that's a real fundamental, and I go, I'm going to give everybody an orange tree that they can plant on their property, and so then I went and got the pricing on that, and I go, whoops, I'm not doing that, am I? I'm, not, I'm going to give a smaller number of orange trees, because at the time, economically, I couldn't afford to do that, because the, the right size of the tree was like, it was $65 times 400, and I go, whoops, it was a great idea, but maybe, but anyway, so, but then I always think about one of the things that I think that the planet needs more of is, um, you know, trees that bear delicious edible fruit or avocados or whatever, and we need a lot more of those all over the planet, but you're going to need water and you're going to need the time to, mm. you know, so that that's just one of a million things. Like I've actually taken time to build spreadsheets of what it would cost. And when I started doing this, there were only six billion people on the planet. And my husband told me he thinks it's hit eight billion now. But I would run by each kind of program I thought it would take to save mankind and to make sure everybody had enough food and shelter and education and that kind of thing. I would run spreadsheets by country, by population of each program, estimating what I thought the costs were, but how much money would I have to fundraise? Because in the beginning of my career as a, as a businesswoman, I wanted to be the billionaire so that I could give the money away and fund the programs. And then I'd look at the at the number and I go, oh, I can't remember, it was 78 billion, 100 billion, whatever it was. I go, that's not that much. You know, we can fundraise it then, you know? <laughs> and then, then try fundraising, you know? And then you go up to a business owner, he's got a lot of money, you go, look, we want to save mankind or whatever, whatever program it is. I want to do this program, that program. And, uh, and then they'll go, uh, no, don't want to give you any money. Oh, oh, okay. So then they go, I was the one, I'm the one who will part with the money. I'm the one who will not spend it on myself. So I always felt that that meant then that I'm the one who should be able to generate the money so that I could part with it because that's not hard for me to do and it is hard for other people to do that I yes. have noticed and so but then I never got into that affluent of a state to even get close to that so um, you know I felt like I'm never going to achieve my goals for mankind and then this Mayor Max thing hits me in the soul and then Mayor Max is getting out a loving message which I believe love if you can practice love especially when it's difficult because it's easy to be loving when it's just your five-year-old niece and she's cute and she could shred the couch and you don't care because oh isn't she sweet so that kind of love just happens naturally but being able to take any upset that you might have and convert it to loving action that takes some practice and I've practiced on that my my entire adult life 
And so, um, but yeah, by being loving, maybe, maybe my life goal to help mankind will be achieved through being able to communicate about Merrimax. I know it's not going to be by the economics of it because we're, you know, of course, yeah. So, um, but maybe you know, but you maybe, are sending a message, yeah, to, and it, you're far-reaching. Yeah, and he has gotten around the globe, and and it is a loving message. So, you know, in a way, that's even more on my purpose line. So, lovely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, with that said, I think uh, we're at the end of this interview. Okay. Uh, certainly, like to have you back at another time. Love you to know, come. come. Yeah, we'll, anytime. We'll uh, talk some more. Okay. We'll have some more fika. Okay, sounds okay. great. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for this week's Cup of Fika with Anika. Tune in Wednesdays at 3 p.m. and a replay on Sundays at 1 p.m. If you have any questions or comments for me or my guests, please send an email to programming at koyt971.org and put Fika in the subject line. Enjoy the rest of your day.